Welcome to episode 21 of Trust the Process with Lex and Jen. I'm Lex. And I'm Jen. <laughs> episode 21. <laughs> oh, why did I know you were going to do that? Of course I was going to do that. You had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> 9 plus 10. Yeah, of course. Well, Jen, I feel like lots changed with you, so I want to start with you this Not week. Lots of change with me, but like good change, good, good things, good things, really good things. Mm-hmm. Um, if we just want to go ahead and jump into the positives of our week, um, I know last week we talked about me having a very special friend coming to visit, mm-hmm. and mysterious friend, yes, mysterious friend. Um, and he's my boyfriend. <laughs> What? No way! (laughs) When Lex and I were in Nashville, I ended up meeting a very nice man at one of the bars there. And we hit it off, have talked every day since, and he's just the most incredible man I've ever met in my life. Um, So yeah, it's great. His name is Eric. Him and I are friends, so I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad you like him. And he met, like, other friends, and I think they liked him too, so that makes me feel really good. But um, I'm going to visit him up in Nashville again soon, so he's going to meet some of my family members um, when I'm up there. Yeah, I know. I think he's going to have Grammy? dinner. Yeah, with Grammy. My gr- Grammy's going to love him. <laughs> I know. It's so funny because the day after... Um, when we went out and met them and saw Grammy the next morning, because we got home at, like, what, 3 a.m.? And we saw her the next morning, and she's like, so, you guys were out late? Like, what happened? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I met this guy, and the rest is history. Loving the fact that you were smiling so much. That's what I was just focusing on right there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've been so incredibly happy. He treats me so well, and I'm really just... I'm thankful for him. Well, I'm glad that's your positive for the week, because guess what mine is? Hockey. No, because they lost. That's my negative. (laughs) That's your negative of the... Okay, what's your positive then? So I found a new obsession. Oh, Lord. Jack Harlow. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. 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 So um, he's great. Love him. Quite obsessed with the music right now, but also... His TikToks. Hours on end of just being like, oh, maybe he is cute. And then it worked into like, oh, he's funny too. (laughs) So your positive of the week is Jack Harlow, period. Yeah, that because I don't want to talk about packing. So that's fine. Yeah, you're in retirement, basically on vacation. So I don't blame you. That's a great positive to have. Yeah, honestly, another positive too. I've been mostly like the actual positive this week. Mm -hmm. I've been able to go to the pool a lot. So that's been nice. I actually have a sunburn on my back. So I guess that can only be a good thing that I got that on a Monday when I should typically in real life be working. But here I am. So yeah, it's been it's been good, Jen. Wear your sunscreen, people. Well, Jen, An exciting day for us because all of our episodes where we've had a guest have always been good. (laughs) I'd say. (laughs) So with that said, we have another one joining us today. We've got Jake in the house. Hello. (laughs) 
Jake is one of our very great friends from work. He's my neighbor. Just an all-around awesome guy. We love Jake. We love Jake. Jakey boy. My Virgo boy. Ah, my Virgo sister. <laughs> well, Jake, so you've been working um, where we are now in Panama City. Well, <laughs> where Jenna is now, where I just yeah, retired yeah. from. <laughs> uh, but you've been here for almost a year. So tell us, first of all... First of all, introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from and how you, you know, found your love for what you're doing now. Oh, okay. Well, that's an interesting story because I, I did, in fact, just fall into it. Um, so I, I'm Jake. I was born in, born and raised outside Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I went to... Um, I did my schooling at Arizona State. Um, I was going to go there for business, and then really last minute, I, I decided to um, make the leap into journalism. So I can't see you in business, might I add. Yeah, I thought I was going to... I don't know what I was thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to go do business school and then land some cushy job in New York City. Um, but that's not what happened. Um, I instead last minute switched, joined the ranks at the Cronkite School, and uh, the rest is history, you know? Did a stint in D.C. before uh, before my time was up, doing, like, capital reporting, and then this job came calling, as did others, and, you know, kind of wanted kind of wanted to live on the beach, thought it wasn't a bad gig. So, yeah, it's kind of how it worked. And we've talked about this before. It's like you've lived a lot of different places and a lot of different climates and stuff, but the beach wasn't one of them. So it's like one of those places that you want to kind of knock out. Yeah, I very much view my life in, in chapters for sure. And, um, you know, I, I, I thought I'd done the cardinal... I was completing the set of cardinal directions in a sense because, you know, I was... Born and raised in the north, did my schooling out west, then finished schooling in the east. Now I'm a southern boy, so it's it's been fun. It's been it's been cool. I, again, I'm like I'm about halfway done, allegedly, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, it's it's been cool. You know, especially to find myself lucky enough to be in a place that I can afford on the beach oh, is yeah. sort of once in a lifetime at, at this point. And you mentioned earlier that you kind of see your life and chapters. And it's really funny because in our last episode, we talked a lot about that. We talked about, you know, chapters ending and kind of mourning the end of those chapters, but also appreciating and getting excited about the start of a new chapter. So that's a big thing for you recently right it is it is and and it's something too i mean i feel like i hate to talk about like the pandemic because i feel like you know we're finally seeing the other side and yada 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 and it's like all anybody could talk about for like a couple years but i feel like especially in those early stages of of quarantine i mean um those those the first few months i was just in my apartment in phoenix like by myself like so there was a lot of time for introspection and there was actually some benefit to it and one of those things is i've just kind of learned that you know life is long and trust the process and and something like that you know i'm I'm a very 
neurotic kind of person by nature and and it one of the things i that has helped me recently is i've just come to peace with the fact that whatever happens happens for a reason and you know it's like you know if you were if you were late to something you were you were supposed to be late to it and if you were you know you ended up at so and so job instead of another one like that's just how it was supposed to work out and you can't live your life wishing for something else because you don't know what the reality of that actually would have been and I feel like I feel like even though it's rather it may be naive to say I feel like you know it no matter what you think your life is like at that point and the struggles you're going through it's like I always feel like it could be worse like you're always in the spot you should be so that's been huge and and the chapters thing it's like yeah nothing's nothing's permanent you know when i signed to this market and when i signed to my next it's like i'm not signing my life away it's not like this is like the end all be all i'm gonna settle down here it's like no it's just another it's just another piece it's just another two three years of my life to to look back on so uh, i um and it's interesting now too because that is something that's new in in adulthood you know because i feel like zero to 18 it's like very much like kind of it's been the same thing and the lives i've lived since graduating high school it's i mean if you'd have told me when i was 15 i wouldn't have believed you you had mentioned a little bit about like you know if you were to look back like a couple years back and then knowing where you are now what would you have said to like your younger self what is something you would have been like hey do this this will help you in the future i don't know I really don't. And I almost don't think I would have said anything to, because it all ended up working out. I didn't really have like a journalism program in high school. It's just something that kind of happened. But I was always, you know, in in the humblest way of saying it, I mean, I, I did always have a knack for writing and it was so an area I was, I just, I knew I was never going to be math and science. It just wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't in the cards for me. Um, it wasn't going to work. I just, I just never got it. Whereas like English and history and stuff like that, like they, they just made sense. I just got it. Um, so I don't know. I would just say if, if I could tell my younger self anything, it would be to live in the moment. Cause that is something I find now I'm staring 23 in the face and granted, you know, that is still very, very young. I, something in the last couple months is I've really been sort of mourning the loss of my of my childhood in a sense and I I wish I hadn't wished it away because I feel like my whole life I was just always waiting for like the next milestone and I sort of missed it while it was happening so Mm -hmm. I would say just like chill out it would all work out and yeah really really just enjoy it while it lasts Yeah, that's great advice. I feel like even now I'm still kind of feeling those feelings of, okay, what's next? Like, I've got to hurry up and figure out what's next for my future. I've prayed for where I'm at now, like getting a career in television and having amazing friends and living on my own at a beautiful place. Like, this is literally a dream. So, you know, you need to slow down, like you said, and just enjoy where you're at that is very true and that's something i've been having to tell myself about this recently it's because you know because work can be work can be tough but work can work can be tough no matter what and i just have to take a step back and be like just realize where i'm I'm, you know just realize like again not to sound 
cocky and like annoying, but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm probably the envy of a fair amount of my high school friends. It's like, look at this kid. He's living on the beach and he's, he's on TV. It's like, it's kind of nuts. So yeah. And, and again, like this, this won't last forever. I can't believe a year has already ticked by. So it's, it's very much, I'm going to try to, you know, take it by the horns and do something with it every day and make the effort to hang out with y'all and, and go to the beach and whatever, instead of just rotting in bed as I so love to do. Yeah. But also part of trusting the process is looking forward to the future and, you know, new steps and stuff. And you obviously don't know exactly what's next for you, but what kind of goals do you have for yourself for the future? This next step was just probably be some some mid-ish market. Fort um, Myers. I'm kidding. <laughs> potentially. Potentially. Who knows? And then squeeze out another one, maybe like in the top 20. And then I told myself one of my self-imposed goals is to find myself with like a foreign correspondent gig by the time I'm 30. Ooh. Like late 20s to 30 would be sick. Yeah. Um, just doing any like I just think that's so cool like I'd love to just be on the scene or or doing like full-time foreign correspondent work like you see some of the like the network people that go and you know when something major is happening they they go, they go. Yeah. and no matter where it is in the country or even abroad like that is so insane to me and I would love to do that before I you know, make roots, so to speak. Like that, it would be perfect for like late twenties to thirty if I can pull it off. Yeah, where um, would you want to go? Oh, anyway, if it was a full time for a correspondent gig, I I do think London would probably be the best case scenario. Yeah. Um, because I would probably need to learn another language otherwise. Not that I'm opposed to that. It would just be, London is kind of the easy answer, and I do very much love it. I went uh when I was eighteen, and it was very much a fit. It was cool. So I I think that would be awesome. And then, I mean, yeah, best best case scenario, I, I find myself working in New York for a little bit and then see how that pans out. My high school superlative was most likely to have his own talk show. So if we can make that happen. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, I'm coming for your gig. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, so I got to ask Jake. So like when you, I guess, talk to younger either students or younger, you know, colleagues or whoever it may be, what is some advice that like you give them? What is something they ask for or stuff you just wish you would have known when you were younger? As far as like in this, in this career path or? In, even yeah. In any, any, if they graduated college recently, let's say, what would you say to them? I would say that you should make it a point to really just, this is a super cliche answer, but you should, you should really just come with, the attitude that you have something to prove in the early stages to find your footing and and not even prove more so prove to yourself prove to yourself that that you are good enough at what you do and the only way you can do that is by giving giving your work your all i feel like that's super super important so you know i i remember my first couple of weeks on the job and it's like i felt like i was giving it my all but you know i was I dove in with the sharks my first week. It was insane. And and then I I I had, you know, moments of like crap. You know, here I thought I had all this world-class training and and this stint I did in the, in the capital thinking I was, you know, hot stuff. But <laughs> but and then it you know, it was the the real world and the the real whatever was was still quite a wake-up call. So I I I just made it a point to all you can do is your best. 
when you do that, I think it, it shows. Like, it shows that effort is given. And, and in that, the more you continue to do your best, the better your best will become. I like that. It's almost like fake it till you make it, even if you don't feel that way. Exactly. And I stand by that. I've always been a very fake it till you make it kind of person. And and it's worked by some... It's a mindset. It is. It's very much a mindset. And like even in college, I felt kind of out of place. I like I I just I came in, you know, Cronkite was pretty cutthroat. And I came in with these kids who were like insane. And it's like, this is all I've wanted to do since I was eight years old. And like, you know, whatever. And they have like impressive reels coming into school that they've built off their high school stuff. And it's just like, I felt way behind and inferior and and whatever and it's like how am I ever going to make this the news program how am I ever going to get a job against these people you make it 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 works out it does even if you don't think you're staring a huge uphill battle but it will and I'm the biggest hypocrite for saying this but you can't compare yourself to other people I compare myself to people all the time and it is probably one of my biggest hindrances for sure because, well, you recognize that, yeah. so that's good. What you, you know, you you can only do what you can do, and you know, it'll it'll be good enough for the most part. Because yeah, that was something I definitely struggled with, mm-hmm. is the the kids that like ate, breathed, and slept journalism, and I didn't. Not to say that I'm not passionate about it, and I don't really see myself doing anything else. But it's like I was like, yeah, I was intimidated for sure. But you just have to, you know, believe in yourself and do the best you can do. And then it'll, it works. It worked for me anyway. And I didn't think it would work for me. So if that's, if that tells you anything. Yeah, for sure. And then when you, so you graduated college just, oof. Yeah, it has been a while, huh? (laughs) I feel like you just left college. I know, me too. It's been over a year now. Now that it's been that over a year and a half, is there anything you wish you would have changed? Maybe not even just college graduation or anything you missed that you would have, you know, wanted to relive a little bit before graduating. Pandemic aside, because, you know, in a perfect world, I'd be like, yeah, I wish I, I wish that hadn't happened. Um, But, you know, honestly, I don't think so. I, I could have been maybe a little bit more involved, but at the same time, I felt like I was, I was working with a manageable to borderline unmanageable, but still manageable amount of stress between my classwork and the, and the news program. So yeah, no, I, I don't think I would really change anything. Again, I think I would live in the moment a little bit more and, and enjoy my days before the years were gone. But instead of being like, oh, like I just can't wait till this class is over. Like you just, you just can't live, you can't wish your life away. And I'm glad I'm starting to realize that before it's, I'm 70 and being like, oh crap, where'd my life go? Um, yeah, that would be the only thing I think only manage the amount of stress that you think you can manage. Like there's no reason to completely kill yourself if you don't have to. Well, Jake, if any young graduate out there wants to reach out and ask you questions, where can they find you? Oh, they can for sure DM me. Um, you can DM me on my Instagram, Jake Holter, um, H-O-L-T-E-R, and or my Twitter, Jake Holter TV, and I would be glad to answer any questions or, you know, if, if it's anybody journalism listening and you want to send me your stuff, 
I will give you my honest opinion. I tell you what, it's that Virgo. It's that, it's that Virgo. I will give you my honest opinion. But in the sake of, I always, I always, uh, you know, tell some of my colleagues um, when I like check their stuff and I'm nitpicky with it. It's, you know, it's, it's in the spirit of helping. Yeah. I'll be like, helping? Not rude, helping. Not rude. Um, you know. So yeah, I I definitely and I and and I expect that too. It's like as much as I am sensitive to criticism, I also would way rather somebody give me the truth than you know live in ignorance and look like an idiot. So yeah, like mentors of mine and stuff like that, who I'll send my work to periodically, and they'll give me they'll give me valid critiques, and I'll be like, yeah, you're right. Thanks for telling me, because mm-hmm. um, that's the only way to get better. Because, you know, you can sometimes have, as much as you're self-critical of your own stuff, you can also have rose-colored glasses about your same stuff at the same time. Yeah. Well, I'm sure people out there will love that. So, thank you, Jake. We're so glad you are here. (laughs) Peace out. Always a fun time with Jake. Always. What a guy. (laughs) Love him to death. Yes. Well, I'm so glad we could kind of wrap up our past few episodes, too, talking about, you know, mourning the loss of something, but also, like, looking forward to and anticipating, you know, what is to come. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. To all of you out there far and wide, (laughs) thank you for trusting the process with us. But, Jen, where can they go if they want to listen to more or also learn more about us? Yeah, you can go to our Instagram or now TikTok at Trust the Process Pod. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Lex. And I'm Jen. <laughs> we'll see you next time.